time for us to get into our health feature and interesting results coming out of a study of a large analysis of Korean patients seems to show that a COVID, a COVID infection increases the risk of developing alopecia by nearly twofold. And uh, so just to try and make sense on this research relating to hair loss, uh, we are now joined by our resident GP and the CEO of Proactive Health Solutions, Dr. Fundi Lignati. And of course, a little bit earlier on, asked the question whether you, if you'd had an infection of COVID, if you'd noticed that you had lost hair, either while you still had an active infection or even afterwards, let us know on 011-883-0702. Dr. Nyati, it's always good to have you on the show. Good morning. Good morning, Gooks, and good morning to all of the 702 listeners. Mm-hmm. Always good to have you. So, uh, very fascinating um, research coming out of specifically South Korea, uh, uh, looking at specifically alopecia areata, and apparently its yes. subtypes in both males and females. What do we know about yeah. this study? Well, Gooks, um, this is a study that has uh, just uh, been published on the 10th of January. Um, on the Journal of American Medical Association, uh, the dermatology version of it. And um, they are actually telling us that um, they looked at about half a million people across the country in South Korea. Uh, to be specific, 259, 369 uh, people who had COVID and the same number of people who did not have COVID. Uh, and what they were trying to see was um, how they, they, they've noticed that uh, there's an increased, you know, number of people who, uh, as a result of COVID, um, are losing hair. And so they wanted to, you know, have a control study, the other half, and then uh, the people that they were investigating. And what they found was that 82%, 82% of people who had COVID um, you know, are experiencing uh, what we call um, alopecia or hair loss. Uh, there's different types of alopecia, uh, but the specific one that uh, they are describing here uh, is alopecia areata. Uh, this is a type uh, of alopecia or hair loss where a person has got patchy areas of hair loss uh, on their scalp and is as a result of autoimmune disease mm-hmm. so uh, the body produces uh, soldiers uh, against the hair follicles um, you know of the same person uh, and destroy those hair follicles uh, resulting in the hair loss much in the same way uh, as what we see with other forms of uh, autoimmune disease where the body produces um, immune cells that actually go and destroy the body system. Now, this is not something that is um, unheard of, that is um, the, the, this autoimmune diseases post-COVID. We, we are also seeing a same situation uh, with people uh, who have got lupus. Um, there's, there's, there's more incidences of, of, of lupus. Um, you know, um, also for rheumatoid arthritis, the same thing. Uh, post-COVID, uh, people are experiencing that more, and also something called inflammatory bowel disease. Mm-hmm. So this now new finding in terms of hair loss, which is obviously um, not as deadly 
uh, or problematic uh, in terms of physical health, but uh, from an aesthetic point of view, uh, it is a big problem. So, yeah, uh, this is just another new finding of uh, increased incidence of autoimmune disease uh, following COVID-19, uh, you know, infection. Dr. Nyati... Well, COVID-19 disease. Yeah. yeah. So right at the very beginning, because we knew so little about COVID-19, the impact that it had yeah. on the body, um, you know, in yeah. the short term and the long term, a lot of what we understood about COVID-19 was certainly in the beginning that the infection yeah. attacked the respiratory system. And so for a long Indeed. time... Many of us, even I think the medical world, thought it was a respiratory uh, condition. Then we started learning that it seemed to have an impact on um, the organs and the muscles. So we were seeing people suffering with inflammation of the lungs, of the kidneys, of the heart. And now you're saying that what we're seeing is some kind of impact on the autoimmune system. So in addition to all of what we know so far, there seems to be growing evidence that there's also an impact on the autoimmune system and seemingly after the initial infection. So we're almost talking about um, what long COVID looks like. Is that, yeah. Would that be this a correct is, assessment? This is, this, is, this, is long, this is actually long COVID. Mm-hmm. So you're very right. Uh, you know, uh, COVID basically has shown uh, the medical profession flames because uh, irrespective of, um, you know, the, the qualifications that you have in medicine, specialty and super specialty, uh, it is teaching us new things that we never ought to know about uh, at medical school mm-hmm. uh, or even post-qualification. Uh, so, the, firstly, we thought it was a respiratory illness, and then soon enough, we then got to see that it's actually it can be a multi-systemic kind of problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can trigger, uh, you know, autoimmune uh, system in the body. Um, it can cause, uh, you know, uh, what we call a cytokine st- uh, storm, which can cause serious and deadly problems in the body, resulting in people having, you know, um, the problems with uh, clotting with some of those, which can lead to strokes and other things. So, yeah, we are continuing to learn. Another study that was done uh, in Spain, um, you know, um, it has found that uh, at least a third of people who had COVID, um, you know, more than two years since they had COVID, are experiencing some form um, of long COVID. Mm -hmm. Uh, And... uh, we still don't have answers as the medical profession to some of these in terms of how do we intervene. So even this new study about the uh, alopecia areata, uh, you know, patchy hair loss, um, is actually just a finding, but there's still more that needs to be done to understand the mechanisms, the pathophysiology behind this whole thing. Yes, we know it's immune system related. Uh, and like I said, alopecia areata uh, is a type uh, that um, affects, uh, you know, it, that is triggered by the immune system. And there's different subtypes of that. There's what they call uh, areata focalis, which is just a small focal area on the scalp. Um, you know, there is what they call areata uh, totalis, where the whole scalp is involved, that is the hair loss. Uh, and there's even another one that, that they call areata uh, universalis, where both the scalp and anywhere in the body where there's hair 
there's a loss. And so this finding is not only just about the, this, the, the patchy focal one. It also shows an increase in the incidence of those who have got the totalis, that is the total scalp, mm-hmm. and even the one where people have got hair loss in the rest of the body, plus the scalp, which is called universalis. So I think the next thing now, now that they have seen this thing, uh, is to then say, how do we deal uh, with, with this? But uh, before COVID, when you talk about, uh, um, uh, 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 you know, this, 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 this areata, uh, usually it's of sudden onset, um, and uh, in some people, he, you know, the hair may regrow. Uh, that is usually with the focalis one. But uh, with the totalis one uh, and also the universalis one, uh, the chances of hair regrowth become a bit, um, you know, uh, 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 very, very, very small. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, so it's important that uh, we understand that, yes, the pandemic is gone, uh, mostly controls. We're still seeing new infections have been in a rise in the past few weeks uh, across the world. But the long-term effects of this pandemic are still going to be with us for long, even in the areas of mental health, where we're seeing more depression and anxiety amongst people who had uh, COVID-19. Dr. Nyati, we you mentioned that for now, what the study shows us is the impact on the autoimmune, you know, uh, on the autoimmune system, and you know, a, a yes. manifestation of autoimmune disease. When we speak yes. about autoimmune disease, what exactly would have happened to the body? Is that an instance where your own immune system attacks your body? Um, yes. When we talk about yeah, so uh, autoimmune disease, yes. and yes. do we yet understand how and why? COVID would trigger that kind of disease? Well, um, I think, you know, as I mentioned earlier that uh, this uh, pandemic or this particular disease mm. is showing us flames. Mm. It's because uh, many of the things we are seeing and describing, we still are unable to go deep as the medical scientists and medical professionals mm. to the how. Yes. But uh, when we're talking autoimmune disease, we are basically talking about a situation where your own immune system that is supposed to protect you against invaders, which is, which is germs, whether it's viruses or bacteria or funguses or protozoa. So your immune system is supposed to protect you against those germs or microbes. However, now, for some strange reason, um, your immune system, um, the cells, they go rogue, basically. But we don't know exactly. Sometimes it's environmental factors. Um, you know, sometimes uh, it is triggered by some of the viral infections. Then you're getting an increase in the number of people who are experiencing some form or the other of an autoimmune disease. And so this, uh, you know, involving uh, the hair loss, uh, Arotisia areata, uh, is now the latest uh, in the list of autoimmune diseases that are actually triggered. And this is not happening. Uh, it could be people who have never had this alopecia areata, so new patients, uh, you know, altogether. Uh, or those who already had a problem of alopecia areata, where it is now uh, exacerbated, um, you know, uh, by uh, 
the fact that they had this infection uh, or COVID-19 disease, uh, or people who actually had a remission, uh, you know, they regained their hair, mm-hmm. but then they're getting recurrent, uh, you know, something that they had forgotten about. They are getting recurrent. So um, that is the problem. Uh, and I think we need to also be mindful of the fact that um, on any day, um, we lose between 50 and 100 hairs the day. But uh, most of us don't, uh, you know, uh, notice that because there's always new hair growth at the same time. However, when there is no new hair growth, that's when you then see, uh, you know, the loss of hair. And then we talk of alopecia. And yes, there's many types, but here today we're talking about the autoimmune uh, you know, um, uh, mediated type of uh, loss, which mm. is alopecia areata, which has been found to be 82% higher amongst those who got COVID-19 as compared to those who did not have. Can it be treated, Dr. Nyati? Well, if we start in from the point that um, it has to do with the immune uh, system that has been activated, um, you know, before covid uh, I, I mentioned it earlier that uh, alopecia areata, um, sometimes uh, people regain their hair. Although stress does play a role, you know, also in terms of it, it coming back. Uh, so if you've got prolonged stressful situation, obviously it may take long. Now, so naturally, uh, or in the normal course of things with this alopecia areata, you do get uh, your hair back. Uh, for, for, for most people with the focal type, uh, sometimes without even any medical intervention. But being an autoimmune disease, so obviously the earlier it is diagnosed, uh, the better because then uh, your treating dermatologist can be able to provide, you know, a medication that will tone down uh, your very active uh, immune system that is actually attacking itself. So, yes, there's always a possibility. But with the totalis uh, and the universalis, the prognosis or the chances of recovery are actually quite uh, very, very, very low. But then uh, those are rare types of uh, uh, alopecia areata. Mm. Dr. Nyati, as always, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you very much and uh, all the best, Cooks, uh, for the rest of the show. Thank you very much. That's our resident GP and the CEO of Proactive Health Solutions, Dr. Fundi Lenyati.